It's your boy Tommy Via Raw Sex, and we're gonna jump right into it. And we we got something kind of important to talk about. I'm gonna be as objective as I possibly can here. Black people, I need you to understand something. I get that some people are still holding on. Some people feel like they have faith. They might feel like they live in certain spaces where what the, what I'm about to say doesn't exist to them. But like I tell people all the time, just because you ignore a problem doesn't mean it's not there. And so many people who feel like they're not in those spaces, they feel like they're not in those spaces because they ignore the problem. That doesn't mean it doesn't exist. That doesn't mean it's not still growing, right? Um, black people are done. There's no such thing as black people anymore. It's black women and it's black men. We are no longer a whole people. You say white people, you say Spanish people, you say Asian people. And when you talk about black people, even other races are now starting to say black men and black women. We're not seen as a unit by anyone, especially within our own race slash community slash culture. Um, I've been in some serious conversations within the last 72 hours that have really changed my whole perspective not fully for y'all who are more familiar with a lot of my rhetoric or things that I say or whatever but any chance of hope that I had is gone and some would say well why or don't do that or whatever but but you have to understand the way things are set up the black race as a whole is done it's just a matter of time it's like, you know, um, when you first get evicted or something like that, right? They don't just put you out. You have like, I think, I think it's like 30 days. I did an eviction once. Not, not that I got evicted. I actually, I, I had to execute an eviction. Well, not, not me. Um, I had to help somebody execute an eviction, but so I remember them saying something about 30 days or some shit like that. But they, the person was supposed to have been out, but they had 30 days to get out. So it's like, it's like we're, we're at that point as a race, right? We've been evicted. It's done. Like, if you think that this things are going to get better, I'm sorry, but they're not. Um, and there's so many things, right? We have coronavirus. We got AIDS. We got black-on-black violence. We got the police. We got our men don't want to be men anymore. They want to literally be females. We got the females doing what they're doing. But the truth of the matter is, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if the police keep killing us. It doesn't matter if we keep killing each other. It doesn't matter if niggas is going in and out of jail. It doesn't matter if the women are single moms. It doesn't matter if AIDS or coronavirus or anything. Um, it doesn't matter about white supremacy groups, race. Uh, I don't even, honestly, I don't even think about white supremacy groups. Like that's the last thing I'm worried about, to be honest with you. Um, it doesn't matter because the unit is broken. Literally, those things don't have to happen at all, or they can happen, and it still doesn't matter, because at the end of the day, the unit is completely broken. It's been broken for a while, but there was still room to fix it. It's completely shattered now. It's done. It's completely done. There's been too much damage. There's been too much damage. And and this goes beyond romantic relationships, too. I'm so sick and tired of every time especially when black men bring up black women all of a sudden it goes to this relationship talk and I have to always explain to people the problems that are happening within our community between the genders are way beyond relationships 
But keep in mind, the relationship is the foundation of any racial unit because the relationship is supposed to be the family and the family is always going to be the most important thing. A race that does not have majority of their race with a family. It could be a poly family. It can be uh, what you call it. What would be the opposite? Was it monogamous, monogamous family, but just a family at this point? I mean, damn it. We can't even ask. We can't even limit it to just male or female because even the gays aren't even having a family. You don't see gay men married, adopting kids, raising kids in the black community. You don't see the lesbians married, adopting kids, raising kids or doing test tube babies or whatever in the black community. All the all the gays are doing, let's keep it real, and run around being more promiscuous than I mean damn near anybody in the world. That's all they worried about. Party turn up being being some thoughts with each other. Like they're not worried about even being hell I mean I live in Atlanta, you know, we see this shit. You know, I, I work with people that are gay, our friends that are gay. Ain't none of them in relationships. I, I trust me, my eyes are open to everything that's going on in, in, in the world right now. As far as my race of people is all I can really worry about. And trust me, as far as our gay and lesbian or even transgender brothers and sisters, because they're still black, we still got to love them. They're not, they're, trust me, if you think we haven't it bad, they're, they're just running around fucking each other. They're not even really barely even in relationships, right? So we can't even depend on them like we can't even open the door and say okay well fine let's get some families with the gays at least they have some no they're not even doing it so the family unit is important you look at the mexicans um in america for example right they're not really doing the best as far as they're not where black people are and they're not where white people are but nobody can't they're an unmovable force simply because they have family and you know they're going to keep that family them folks will marry each other if they don't even like each other and they'll stay together longer than black folks who like each other or even white folks who like each other simply because that's a priority to them that's important they understand the importance of the unit of the family is the, is the first thing then this business and all the other stuff but if, if there's no and then okay it's one thing if there's no family unit in the black race right but at least if we could get along and come together and build our resources even if we don't want to marry each other it would at least still somewhat work we're but not only do we not have a family unit we hate each other black women hate black men black men are beginning to seriously hate black women black women have been hating black men for a long time um black men did not respect black women for a long time but they didn't hate black women now you're starting to see a huge wave of black men who they may not want to use that word, but they're starting to be very disgusted or hateful with black women. And I, I don't blame them. Um, I don't blame them. I'm sorry, I don't. I don't necessarily even blame the black women either, but I'm just simply, I just want to throw that out there. I don't blame the black man for how he feels about black women. And that's what I mean. There's been so much damage. It's, it's irreversible. You know, um, I watched this movie a long time ago called South Central, right? And we'll just wind this down really short because I don't want to go into too much detail. But the little boy was about to kill somebody for his gang. And his dad was trying to stop him. He, he, he basically brought down to him, if you steal from a man the next day, you can replace it. If you punch a man, you can help him with his bruise. If you uh, rob a man, you can give him back his stuff. But if you kill a man, it's over. And what we're seeing right now is verbal murder. And some of y'all are like, well, there's just words. Why, why we couldn't get over it? These words are, they're, 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 it's too hateful. 
is too much. We won't look at them the same. Now, let me use my life as an example. I used to have a very, very, very mean, dirty mouth. And I'm not going to lie. I still sometimes do. I'm not even going to lie. But it's nowhere near as bad as it used to be. I used to chop people up with words. And I've got into it with a few people when I was younger, right? That I ran into when I was older. And I'd be like, what up or whatever? And they'd be like, what up? And we would talk. And they'd be like, and I, I don't even remember this. You know, that's, that's, the, that's how bad it was. I used to just chump people off you know what I'm saying male female it didn't matter and um I ran into people and they they would tell me like you don't remember that one time you told me this and I'd be like what are you talking about and they would say it and I'm like that do sounds shit I used to say and I'd be like damn how the fuck you remember that like they don't even care about anything I might have done to them more on a physical level you know the only thing they're mad about is the words People love to say sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. But truthfully, words hurt more than than um, than uh, anything physical. And when I say physical, I don't have to. I don't mean just violence. It could be stealing something. It could be uh, just other shit. But words, people don't ever forget the words. The words hang in their heads forever, and words they come back. So if somebody would say to you right now, you know. Uh, you know, something like crazy, like you ain't never gonna have no kids. You know, you'll ignore it, whatever like that, or you'll brush it off. And you might even be mad at mad about it for a couple of days, but you'll brush it off eventually. But then when you turn 33 years old and you still ain't got no kids, them words come back. You see what I'm saying? Like I had this one female friend and I went off on her one time and I and I told her, um, no man will ever marry you. You know, you, you're always gonna be a fuck buddy. You know, but you know, you Men, men don't marry women like you. And um, she tried to still be my friend. And then one day she told me, look, I, I just can't do this. I can't even look at you. You know, you said some of the most hurtful things I've ever heard. Because if I could be honest with you guys, the pocket is it's probably true. The type of man that she wants would never marry her. I mean, not not as she is. So words, words are heavy. Even in my life, I don't dwell on the physical things people might have tried to or have actually done to me it's words that that I remember you know my dad for example um, you know me and him have all kind of stuff happen over the years between each other and what what, ma- what makes me say to myself you know what I can live another 50 years of this on this earth and never talk to my dad again it's not the stuff that he did to me it's the stuff he said to me and the stuff he said about me to people you see what I'm saying? Words are heavy. Even some women will tell you they've been in physically abusive relationships. They've been in verbally abusive relationships. And if they had to pick, they, they believe it or not, they picked the physical. Because the bruise goes away in a couple of days. And yeah, you might have flashbacks of getting punched in your face. But those words are going to, they, they eat you. They, they break you down. Psychologically. You know, look at the word nigger and what it did to black people. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't us. Getting, we don't think about getting whipped. Because shit me and you we never been with but that word can still affect us to this day just one word so people like to undermine words but they're they're very 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 hurtful and every time you hear these words over and over again from the same group whether it's you're a black woman hearing it from black men or you're a black man hearing it from black woman you it just sinks even more and more and more you just like it, it weighs on you. Like, I can't believe that these people would say these things about me. And if all these different types of people, right? Like, you got black men who talk shit about black women, right? You got 
street niggas, you got nerds, you got weirdos, you got corporate brothers, you got dudes who are into fitness, you got rappers, you got all kinds of different types of black men. So it's hard to just be like, well, if there was just one group, you know, people would just rule out that one group. But you can't. You have to just say black men. On the flip side, with the black women, it's not, you have the hood rats, you got the um, my melanin is popping, black girl magic, you got the conscious um, chakra, sage burning, you got the boss chicks, you got the baddies, you got the good women, you got the church girl, you got the educated uh, CEO types, and they're all saying the same shit. So we have to just say black women. And, it, and it's getting to the point now where it's so much in the air. I don't see how it will clear. I don't see I, I, how. There's certain things. Everybody that's listening to this episode right now has met somebody in their life that has said said things to them that they won't be able to ever come back from. Doesn't There's nothing that that person can do. You might eventually forgive them. You might even tell them, look, it's okay. But you'll never, ever look at them the same. You'll never have the same relationship with them that you once had. I've had people do this to me and I've done it to people. I'm telling you, I know for a fact that words are more effective than sometimes even physical shit. You could you can you can fist fight with your homeboy and still be cool. to him. If that nigga was making fun of your dead daddy right now, you ain't ever going to be cool to that nigga again. You could fist fight with your homeboy right now. He'll whoop your ass in front of people. And two years from now, you'll be like, you know what, bro? Whatever it is, what it is. But if that nigga made fun of your dead dad right now, or made fun of your son right now, your daughter, you ain't never going to hang out with that nigga again. You might be able to shake his hand. You might be able to see him in the club. Like, what up, bro? You good? All right, yeah, peace out. But you ain't never going to be just riding around just bigging with this nigga like that after he done said that shit about your motherfucking daughter. After he done made fun of your mama. After he done said that make fun of some some shit that you done told him after he done went and exposed you it's words that get people so caught up it's to the point where some words can send you to jail did you know that did you know if you tell somebody you killed them that they call that terroristic threats did you know that and you know that certain in certain counties depending on how you describe killing them if you say i'll kill you versus i'll shoot you it's a felony charge did you know you can have a felony on your record over a word felony you can't get your own apartment you you know what i'm saying you can't get certain jobs why you a felon bro should i told this bitch i was gonna kill her i told this nigga i was gonna kill him i told my boss i was gonna kill him what i told this motherfucker a couple years ago i was gonna shoot his event up nigga, they arrested me for that shit bro they arrested me for saying i was gonna shoot a nigga event up and they, and they gave me a felony. I beat the case. But still, nonetheless. They got to sit in jail for how long for that shit? Like, damn near almost... I mean, not lie. How long was that? Shit was like 30 days, I think. Like, trying to, trying to get rid of that damn shit. A couple years ago, like, right? So, um... That's just how it... Words are serious. And, and if you look into the black community right now... We are not budging. Black men are not budging. Black women are not budging. We don't care. I'm just keeping it real. You know, I stand with the black men. We don't care what black women say. Black women don't care what we say. We don't have respect for each other. 
Okay, I just I just sat here and watched a uh, a space. What they call that shit? Clubhouse. Motherfucker on there. They call the shit White Man Appreciation Day. A bunch of black women sitting around. Like you don't you don't you, you, you when you see stuff like that you you never forget it. Then you gotta think how what black women just went through the other day with Fresh and Fit. You know and how that you know I know we how we feel about it, but you gotta think about how that should affect them. And most of them didn't walk away like, oh, fresh and fit. They walked away like black men. When they talk about a situation, they say black man. It triggered different things that they've other they've heard from other black men. The conversations that are being sparked from that video are black men. It's not fresh and fit. They might bring up fresh and fit, but the conversation that I now moved to black men, and I told y'all that would happen, and it's happening. Remember I told you, I said, they're going to use this as an excuse to talk about black men. They're not going to talk about the situation and just say, oh, Myron and, and his homeboy or Fresh and Fit. No, they're going to they gonna say black men. Our unit is done. Okay? We can't and we will not get along. It's going to take something catastrophic. We're not going to be able to do this just off the strength. Here I am looking at a post. We got to start standing up and begin killing men for no reason. We're seeing what black women are doing with their daughters. We're seeing what black women are doing with their sons. We're seeing all kinds. Of, we are seeing this stuff. We're hearing the black woman tell us that she don't care what we think and she going to do this and she going to do that. We are seeing all of these things. We're seeing how they worship white men in ways that even black men who like to put white women above black don't even do that. We see them calling us gay. We see we see this and they see everything too. It's done. Niggas is all over the place. The women is definitely all over the place. It's over. It's over. You're better off putting more energy and just working on yourself, building your circle of black men and black women and just focusing on people as individuals because as a race, it's done. It is done. And there's so every single day, I'm just gonna make up a number here. 20,000 black people say, I'm no longer fucking with the other side. We're not having the conversations we need to have. We're not having comfortable, safe spaces where we can have these conversations. Nobody's listening. You know, nobody's, nobody's listening. Um, nobody wants to hear the other side for real because on both sides, we don't take each other serious. We look at the black woman and she has no credibility to us. And in her mind, guess what, brothers? We don't have any credibility to her. I told y'all I was going to try to be as objective as possible. I'm really right now just trying to stand in the middle as much as I can. Because there's other things I could say. But I don't want to, I don't want to deflect or pull us away from the core of this conversation. Which is not just about words. You got to think about the actions too. You got to think about all the black men who see these black women using their kids as pawns. You got to think about all the black women who feel like all these niggas is deadbeats and running around doing this, that, and the third. These are permanent knives in our back. This is why I said, I said this before and I'll say it again. I said it, we need a break. You need to stay out of black women's face for maybe a gener- a whole generation. You know, and I'm, the reason why I said we need to stay out of black women's face because we, we're going to be the ones that have to do it. 
you know, um, because we're the ones going in their face. You know, most of the time we're the ones going in their face. So we would have to be the ones to stop going in their face. You know, and I know somebody saying, well, damn, Tommy, how you talking about all this? And you talking about dividing us up even more. I'm trying to preserve because at this rate, at, at this rate that we're going, the race won't be preserved. By 2080, there won't be black people. Everybody be mixed. Because all the black women, they're, they're trying to go elsewhere. All the black men are trying to go elsewhere, too. So for all you black men and black women listening that have a black boyfriend or a black girlfriend, I'm not talking to you. For all you who are married, I'm not talking to you. You guys will eventually die. By the time you die, the next generation, they're not going to want to date each other. They're raising the kids on this shit. These kids are growing up listening to Red Pill videos and Cynthia G's and all kind of different shit. By the time they in goddamn ninth grade, they hate black women. They hate black men. They fear black men. They fear black women. I saw a video not too long ago. A bunch of high schoolers sitting there at a table uh, talking, talk, talking like us. I'm like, damn, we never, we didn't even think like that back then. I mean, at least we got the chance to really, you know, get to know our sisters and our sisters got a chance to get to know us just as individuals and as a unit. You know what I'm saying? Like we didn't have black women conversations when I was not when I was in high school and I wasn't in high school that long ago. I was in high school about 10 years ago. Sounds long when you say it like that. But I mean, you know how time is these days. 10 years ain't shit. I was just in high school back in what, 2011. You feel me? Like what it is? It's 2022. It just 22 just started. But we'll just say 10 years, 10 11 years, give or take. Right? We weren't talking like that back then. Black women didn't treat us bad in high school. Like they're already on the fuckery in high school, bro. Already. Like that's that's crazy to me. You know, and it's done, and it's sad. It's heartbreaking. It's disheartening. It's it's uh, it's terrible. You know what I'm saying? But I don't think we can bounce back from this one. This gender war is it's getting deadly. I just seen a video of two dudes up in um I want to say Brooklyn. This just happened. Uh, they walked up to a random. What the fuck is going on here? Oh my God, there's a video of a whole room of black women sucking cucumbers. Don't women love to tell us that men will fuck anything, but y'all on Instagram sucking cucumbers and what the fuck is, oh my, oh, let me get out of here. Uh, yeah, there was a, there's a video of some dudes up in New York and they just literally just attacked this female for no reason, stabbed her up, just walked up on her and just stabbed her up. Like, I mean, like, I, I literally cannot make this up. They walked up on her and stabbed her up. And you know it was a hate crime because guess what? They didn't rob her or rape her. They just stabbed her up. Random woman just stabbed her up. Stabbed her clean up, too. They, they, like, they fucked her up. I'm not going to lie. And the way they were stabbing her was with energy. Like, they hated her. Like, they, like they killed her because she's a woman, bro. Cause don't get it twisted. I mean, this shit happening all across the board. But in the black race, oh, it's uh, the chickens are coming home to roost. I wouldn't. I like. Don't be surprised. Mark my words. Sometime within the next five years, I guarantee you. Now, and mind you, when you say something like within a time frame, that means it could happen to, tonight. 
I'm saying sometime within right it right now as I speak, if it's not already happening, if I didn't read a case somewhere, you know, they don't post black women cases on the internet. But anyways, sometime between now within the next five years, I guarantee you, mark my words, there's gonna you're gonna see a black woman on the news arrested for killing a black man. I wouldn't be surprised if there would be a black female serial killer soon. Watch. They sit around listening to Cynthia G and Cry's Logic and all these people and all this other every eight hour shit that they be listening to, all this black femicide and all this stupid ass shit and all this fear men and all, all hate hate the black man and fuck these niggas and these niggas don't love us and they hate us and blah 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 blah. Well yeah, get what? Guess what? They I'm telling you, it's gonna be them killing us pretty soon too. I've already seen women talk about it. Watch. One of them going to snap eventually and do that shit. She going to snap eventually and do that shit. And I ain't talking about killing no boy, her boyfriend. I ain't talking about killing some nigga that she know. I'm talking about killing just a random, just a black man. The damage is done. Even if we were to say it's black people right now. All right, guys, come on. You know what? Everything's in the past. Let's just say sorry and move forward. You can't, bro. You can't. You can't change this conditioning. You have, like, especially our sisters. Like, the brothers have broke a lot of conditioning. I know black women don't like to hear that, but it's true. It really. If you really pay attention, black men have broken a lot of the conditioning that was put on us. Black women are embracing their conditioning. So we say sorry right now. They say sorry. We say, come on, sisters. Come on, brother. Let's get back to the loving each other. And tomorrow is the same shit. It's going to come back out. And when it come back out, it's going to come out even worse. And both parties have to look at each other and remember. You see, you're talking about, okay, for example, I'm 28 years old. You're talking about 28 years of bullshit traded in for what? couple days two weeks you can't you can't wipe away 28 years of shit plus all the other years of conditioning that's just been passed down through all kinds of shit maybe even through our own dna it's probably encoded in our dna at this point right um and just think that it's just gonna go away in just two weeks we'll probably be cool with each other for about a good solid two weeks bro and then there's, there's, and then you gotta think about it there's always gonna be that group that's like no like Cynthia G and her followers and she has a lot of followers they're not going to go for that if we were to do it like a, you remember, y'all remember back in I think it was a 92 Bloods and Crips to the Unity like yeah if we did some shit like that with black women black men Cynthia G's not with that shit she's gonna be that one Crip set that's like nah we not fucking with them blood niggas fuck with all that Unity shit they're not going. How 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 would I stand next to Cynthia G tomorrow after I've sat there and watched her talk about abort all black males and the white man conquered the black man. The black man is weak. The black man is gay. The black man got fucked in his ass growing up. How, how, how do I sit next to her after that? How do I sit next to her after that? Like, seriously, ask yourself, like, even black women, listen, would you want to sit next to somebody who talked about you like that? Just because they say sorry. 
You don't want to sit with these people. It, it won't. It don't. It don't have to. It don't have. See, when I talk to you guys, a lot of time I, I bring out bare minimums. I bring out the minimums simply to show you that even we don't have to talk about the big shit. I can prove my point with just the small shit. So you don't even want me to bring up the big shit. You don't even want me to bring up the things beyond these words. You don't you don't even want me to go there. I don't even want to go there because it's going to trigger some people to do some stupid shit that we don't need happening right now. Because you don't want me to really go there because I can go there on both sides. I can go there on black men and black women if I really wanted to. I can even go there on my own goddamn self. You know, y'all know me. I keep myself account- accountable over here on Raw Sex. I don't play that. But leave myself out shit. I'm guilty too. And probably you are as well. You probably don't even know you're guilty, but you're guilty as well. You you either did some shit, enabled some shit, or ignored some shit and let it happen any motherfucking way. Didn't speak up. So we all motherfucking guilty. Because you can't sit up here and can't none of you niggas, especially if you on my podcast. I mean, that means you hip, you in tune. Can't none of you niggas and none of you women sit up here and tell me that you haven't seen some shit. Even if you never did no shit, even if you felt like you never enabled no shit, you done seen some shit and you didn't say shit. If I watch a girl get raped and I don't say anything, I'm guilty. If I watch a man get his head blown up and I don't say nothing, I am guilty. There's a dude right now that I know that's in the jail. My, my, my friend Freddie is in jail right now for a murder charge. Simply because he didn't call the police. I read his paperwork. His paperwork, even the, D, even the DA fully stated in the paperwork, is documented. We know Freddie didn't kill the guy. But they won't let Freddie go. For one, he's an immigrant. He's from Ecuador. He barely speaks English. So, you know, they like to take advantage of people like that. But then beyond that, they're looking at Freddie like he's almost like an accomplice. Because they feel like Freddie let the murderer in the door. And then Freddie ran and never did report to the police. But why would he? He was scared. These real gangsters that came up in his house. The dude came to the door with a gun. Freddie's not no gangster. He's a square. So he ran and hid. Like a square, like a civilian. It's supposed to. That dude walked into that man's living room and shot this dude in the head about four or five times and walked right out like it was nothing. Because he didn't say anything. He's in jail. On a murder charge. And the DA know he didn't pull the trigger. good dude dude never been in trouble day in his life looking at life because he didn't say anything we got black women saying we unprotected we unprotected we unprotected and the same black women turn around and will send a black man to go kill another black man because that other black man did something that she don't like how unprotected could you be to the point where you got you got you got you got soldiers out here that you send into war. How unprotected could a black woman be when she has soldiers that she will send to war? It is so much going on. It is so much pain. And 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 
I, I, you know, it was crazy. Some of the conversations that I've had in the last 72 hours, I can't even, I wouldn't even put out there for you guys to, to, to I can't even describe, I, I can't even describe them to you. And y'all know me. I didn't seen it all and heard it all. I didn't put y'all up on some shit. If you've been listening to my podcast for over a year now, or even just if you knew, don't lie. I didn't put you on some shit that you weren't thinking about or you didn't know about. I had my mind blown this weekend. And I listened to everybody. I listened to Cynthia G's. I listened to, I listened to Cynthia G's and the Tommy Sotomayor's. And then I have my own life that I live and I talk to people too. I have study groups. I have focus groups, all kind of shit behind the scenes. I don't talk about. I talk to a lot of black women. I talk to a lot of black women. I talk to even more black men. And I'm here to tell you that my mind was alone this weekend I'm in in a documentary about black people yes me I'm in a documentary that's that's on the internet I I, this is what I do I uh, let me give you guys a little background history just quick I grew up in Stone Mountain in elementary school Stone Mountain was once a clan, was once clan land. Okay? Know your history about Stone, learn about Stone Mountain. I I still want to shoot my Stone Mountain documentary. Okay? My family moved to Stone Mountain. Black people were coming in in waves. We took over that motherfucker. Stone Mountain is like a suburban area, but it's full of black people. It has its hood parts, but the part we moved to wasn't really the hood. The hood part was right down the street, but not really we went I went to Pine Ridge Elementary when I first came to Pine Ridge I had a white principal I left I went to Montgomery the school of excellence because I was I was really really smart like I was really really smart in elementary school like I was like like really smart like I had to go to the Georgia uh, Georgia School of Excellence I went to the Fernbank Science Program I was an accelerated reader I was reading on like a, I think they said a high school level in like second grade like, I was principal's list, all of that, right? I was getting all kind of water off IBAT. I was into all of that. Like, I was being pulled out of class to go to smarter classes. They were trying to skip me a grade. I'm talking about all of that. I came back to Pine Ridge. Pine Ridge is an all-black school. Principal black, teachers black, everybody black. We had two white kids, and they were brother and sister. Our school mascot was the Black Panther. I was drafted to, to participate in the Black History Bowl. I won two years for my team me I won two years I damn near answered every fucking question they had I went to church with Martin Luther King's kids I was reading his son's book I got my I got my the book I got from him signed personally I was the hugest biggest Martin Luther King fan at elementary school I've been pro-black my whole fucking life my mom's from Dominica my dad is from the Bronx New York he grew up in the hip-hop era my mom's from a little island in the West Indies and she came her little short self to America and made made something for herself. I've been pro-black my whole fucking life. I didn't wake up when everybody started using the word melanin and now I'm pro-black. I was reading all my history. I knew all this shit in elementary school, nigga. And I ain't talking fifth grade. We're talking first, second, third grade and up. So literally, as long as my memory can go back, I've been pro-black my whole fucking life. 
after the divorce, my family had to, my mom had to move to a predominantly white area. I went to that school and fucked it up. They, they didn't like me so much. In the fifth grade, I had police sitting outside my house. Up in Kennesaw, Georgia. Cobb County police was sitting inside my mama house because I told a white girl I was going to stab her with some scissors because she kept fucking picking on me. I hated them. I didn't understand them white kids. And that wasn't even my first time being around white kids. Mon- Montgomery was a mixed school. If I show you my yearbook picture from Montgomery, every other kid is a different color. So I've been around white kids before. But those kids were white, white. And I didn't like them. I beat up how many white boys just in middle school alone. So I come from some real pro-black shit. So you're not talking, you're not talking to somebody who, who's not equipped. And when I tell you, I, I'm, I just gave you that back that quick, and trust me, that's nothing. <laughs> that's nothing. I gave you that quick background just to show you that if I've been doing this for this long, and now I'm 28 years old. So we're talking at least 20 years in this shit. Which even some of y'all favorite YouTubers, they can't even tell you what I just told you. They just can't. I didn't choose that for myself. It just is what it is. It's just the cars. It's just what God ordained for my life to be. This is my God ordained purpose. I might do some music. I might, but, but, but doing what I'm doing, speaking the way I'm speaking is my God ordained purpose. It's the only reason why he's allowed me to make it through all the shit I made it through. I should have been dead five, six, seven, eight years ago. The way I was moving around, I should have been dead years ago. I've been in two car accidents in one week. I've almost been crushed by a whole, what's the name of them trucks, them big old trucks, you know, them big old trucks on the highway. Homeless, jail, all kind of stupid shit. My first time going to jail was 14 years old. Burglary. Within that two years right there, I went to jail three times. Okay, I've been pro-black my whole life. And the second time that I went to jail, I went to jail on purpose because my black homeboy was in there beefing with the Mexicans. And I had to go, it was some gang shit, I had to go in there and talk to one of the Mexicans. And I told him and his girlfriend, I said, bro, watch, I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to get locked up because I got to come, I'm not leaving you in there by yourself. So after all of this time, I'm telling you that after having these conversations, especially with these black women that I had this weekend, trust me when I trust me when I tell you it's done. And the reason why it's mainly done is because the people who actually have the power to change it don't want to fucking change it. The black women who actually have the education, that actually have the tools, that actually know how to speak, the ones that we put we could actually do things with, and the black men like that too. Uh-uh. It's let me tell you something that I learned this weekend. It's done. Shout out to Riza Islam. Shout out to all those people who are who would look at me and be like, no, no, nah, no, nah, don't listen to him, blah, 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 blah. Cool. They can keep hope all they want. They don't live in reality. I do. They live in fantasy. They live in what they want it to be. Uh, what you want things to be won't always be. I'm telling you it's done. I'm going to keep fighting because that's just what I feel like my job is to do. 
it's like when you get into a real fist fight. You don't just stop because you know you can get your ass whooped and just let the nigga finish beating your ass. You got to keep fighting. You know you know you finna get your ass whooped, right? But I'm telling you, it's still done. All y'all at home that, you know, you don't have podcasts, you don't want a podcast, you know, you just like to live your life. Stop holding your heart on this whole, the black race got to come. It's It's done. Unless we unless we face a real outside threat and we have no choice. And what's sad is that the, as much hatred as there is right now, as much disrespect, as much tasteless behavior that we see on a daily basis. We watch so much shit happen. I kind of feel like an outside threat wouldn't even be enough to bring us together. It's going to be black men with a few black women. It's going to be black women with a few black men. It's going to, there's a huge split in our community. A huge split, even bigger than I ever thought it was. I thought I had it all mapped out. I really did. I really did. I learned that another thing I learned this weekend, guys, is this problem is not just an American problem. Oh, yeah, I've been talking to people in the UK and I didn't I mean, I knew I I knew. But let me tell you that this issue is not just America. We all love to talk about the Western world, the Western world. And I know Europeans technically have Western culture as well. But still, trust me when I tell you that. And one of the guys I talked to in UK, I talked to a girl in UK, I talked to a guy in UK. One of the guys that's in UK was telling me about when he goes down to Africa, he says it's the same shit down there too. He says he goes down to Tanzania and shit like that. He says it's the same shit. This is a, this is, and that's what I told him. I said, wow, so this is actually global. He's like, oh yeah. And he used to live in LA. This is global. So all you brothers like, I'm gonna go abroad. Good luck. Good luck. Because from what I've been reading and from what I've been seeing and from people I've been talking to, some of them are worse. Some of them are worse. Because they have a proving point. It's the same thing I used to tell people all the time growing up. The fake gangster worse than than a real gangster. Because the fake gangster... Feel like he gotta prove himself. The real gangster just doing what he gotta do whenever he gotta do it. The fake nigga go out his way. I rather I rather deal with some real niggas than some fake nigga because the fake nigga gonna do too much. You get robbed by a real nigga, a real nigga too much of money he gonna go. The fake nigga might fuck around and get pussyfied and shoot you just because he's scared, just because he feel like that's what niggas is supposed to do. I don't know who told him that, but that's what he think because he's a fake gangster. And those women over there across across the seas are trying to be like American women. So technically, they're the fake American black women. So they they probably worse. It's done. You don't have to worry about black on black violence. You don't have to worry about the prison system. You don't have to worry about coronavirus. You don't have to worry about AIDS. You don't have to worry about uh, drug at, drug drug overdoses or anything else that I'm not saying only affects the black community, but is affecting the black community. You don't have to worry about that no more. 
the unit is enough. The dismantling of the unit, it's done. We have let the people, and you know what people we're talking about, that put this in us and set this whole system up for, uh, for us to fail. When? We let them win. I want you to I want you to peep this, and I know a lot of y'all already peeped it, but I want you to peep this right here. There was once a time where the white man was running around kicking our ass, right? And don't it seem like just out of nowhere, what changed? Two things changed. He stopped kicking our ass. Once he seen we were going to do it to ourselves. Not on the uh, epic fucking moment from what I just said. But what I want you to realize is that that was the time marker that his job was done. Like you ever got a job before? You had on job training. You trained them. The manager with you all fucking day. Or they send you with somebody all damn day, right? And then... Once you, they see that you know how to do it on your own, what they do, they fall back, leave you alone, let you do it yourself, right? I had somebody ask me something, why do you think white people aren't racist no more, like, or at least not to our face? I said, well, they don't want to get in the way. You see, if they was doing that, we could actually, we'd actually come together and we'd still be a unit and we would outpower them. And because we are, now we got the smarts, we got the money. If we was together, we'll take this motherfucker for what it is. <laughs> so that's why they're not racist to you anymore. And they've and, and some of them have even trained their kids to not be racist anymore. So you have actually genuine non-racist white people now. They're not just, you know, in some big scheme or cahoots. No, they're, they're really, yeah, because they don't have to be. They don't have to be. As long as the unit is dismantled. There's nothing else that that needs to be done. There's nothing else that needs to be done. It's already done. If the black if the black unit does not exist, black power has no strength. You know, and and and, and it's sad and it is what it is and I know that all of us feel like we're speaking, including myself, like, you know, when we speak about black women or when black women speak about black men and we think we're doing something and and some of it, some of it is effective on both ends. Some of it is necessary on both ends. We do need to have the conversation. We do have to call shit for what it is. But what we have to all realize is that whether we're right or wrong, every time we do that, we're adding more. And it's sad. You know, but I really, really, really learned this weekend and of course over the years led us to this weekend that our race is done. It's just fading out. It's just it's just a matter of time now at this point. It just it just, you know, the cycles have to go. That's all. All you married black people have to die. That's it. 
that's it. And after that, you'll see a world where we're not fucking with each other. That's it. When I say you have to die, I'm not saying like, you got to die. Like, go die. No, I'm saying like, once you guys die out, there will be no more. I mean, there will still be some, but it'll be such a scarce thing. It won't. It doesn't have any value at that point. It has no credibility because it's just like it's like a protest with two people standing there compared to a protest with 100 people. You know, you see, you know, you look out the window and see two motherfuckers with a picket sign. You're like, cool, whatever. Now you look out that window and you see about 80 people that you're like, hold on, there's a, there's a, what are they, wait, what's going on? Whoa, whoa, whoa. So it won't matter if there's scattered black couples and scattered black, black men and black women actually being nice to each other, play, even on a platonic level, it won't matter. And even, it won't even matter if we, if we get along platonically, if we, if we go and take our legacies and give them to the Asian, the Spanish and the white. So even in a world where black men and black women say, fuck all this beef shit, let's get along. But we run around with everybody else. The unit's still kind of dead, bro. Because you know what happens? A race of mixed babies. That's the ultimate goal. That's what you don't realize. Yeah. Dilute the strength pollute the strength yeah and we got a bunch of black people that don't look black eventually so you got a whole new race of people I seen it. Y'all, ever, y'all, y'all I know y'all have seen that picture I think it was National Geographic they showed us what people are going to look like the average human is going to look like in 2000 such and such yeah they don't look black tell you that much Look like some little orange looking motherfuckers. Like blonde and wavy hair and shit. Yeah. It's over with. There's no more unit. The damage is serious. We have. I just want you to think about this. We have black women who make fun of black men's pain. Ah, you big man. Who hurt you? It's that bad. That's normal now. Like if these little things don't wow you, I, I don't know what to tell you. These think that's that should wow you. That should wow you. Someone who would who would take very sensitive things and treat it like it's a joke. Sit up there and tell somebody you sound you got mommy issues just because a nigga tell you the truth about yourself. Like, what type of a comeback is that? When we were growing up, as your 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 mama so fat, she she used the country of Mexico as her tanning bed. Now it's, ha ha, you have mommy issues. What? That's the new your mama joke. that's funny to you you're a black mom and that's funny to you (laughs) 
and, and black men, we got all kind of jokes too. I mean, they got they got all, but they they I mean they hitting a little harder. I ain't gonna lie, them black women hitting harder, bro. I don't care nobody they they hitting hard, nigga. First of all, we not allowed to hit that hard. Instagram would delete your comment before anybody see it. That's number one. You want to hit that hard as a black man? You gonna have to put on a t-shirt. You ain't doing it on the internet. That's for sure. You won't even be able to put it out there. Nobody in the world gonna see because as soon as you press post, it they gonna uh, the little community guideline shit gonna pop up. Matter of fact, certain things you say on the internet now, it don't have to even be bad. It, you can't even post it. It's gonna pop up before, while it's still while you still whatever uh, about to post it, trying to post it. And the online shit, you're not gonna have, you. And then you definitely can't do it in real life. Who the fuck gonna even have the balls to say half the shit we say on the internet in real life? Let's just be honest. You're not that rude, bro. You still can't say it in real life because you're gonna get talked over, and it could get violent. It could get violent. And most of the time it's due. If you was to say half the sh- shit black men and black women say to each other, it would get violent somewhere. It may not happen everywhere, but it's going to get violent. So, yeah. This is where we are. You know, and, and we have to... Uh, the smartest thing to do is to... Um, for those who don't have or want a platform is to just move accordingly prepare and understand like it's to the point I talked to you about this the other day I mean, you have you have it's, it, the gender war is so bad you got moms turning on their sons you got sisters turning on their brothers now that's how bad it's getting you got sisters who they'll fuck with you until it's time for black women versus black men, they'll go stand with the bitches they don't even fucking know. Over their own blood, their own blood brother. Yeah, my sister's done it to me. And I've seen other, uh, some of my other friend's sisters do it to them. Yeah. Turn on their own, turn on their own for a stranger over some gender war type topic. This, this is, I, I need you guys to understand the depth of what we're talking about. This type of thing, and you don't think that people aren't peeping that. You don't think people aren't seeing it and they're saying, wow. And you know what's the saddest thing about it? Beyond any podcast or YouTube videos, our whole gender world is on display for the whole fucking world to sit back and watch. This shit ain't even happening, at least in the privacy of our community. You think Mexicans don't got problems? Name all the Mexican problems. You can't. And we see Mexicans every fucking day. The whole world watching the black man and the black woman hate each other. The whole fucking world. And if you don't think for a second that all them niggas, all them crackers and them, everybody else who got them goddamn fetishes ain't finna move in on us. You got you got life fucked. They see, they see it. Oh yeah, them white women who love black men and them white women, them white men who love black women. Oh, they see it. They see what's going on. 
trust me, they see it. I know for a fact they see it and they're moving. They say, oh, the black man is so, is so, uh, hurt by his woman. You mean tell me all I got to do is have my real hair and smile and he'll think that I'm, I'm a fucking angel. His women don't even smile at him. So all I got to do is go over there and smile. Oh yeah, they moving. Oh, they moving. The white man hearing all the complaints too. He like, oh, that's all I got to do is go over there and just basically just be white. It sound like. He moving. I've seen it. I, I done been on some of these videos, the swirl videos, and I've seen white men commenting, hey, black sisters, I like, I, I love you. I'll always respect you. Two, three hundred comments. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. This is the most. I, I'm, I'm on oh, my mama. They got to seen that shit, bro. Not just once or twice either. I've literally I've seen it, bro. I have white friends. We talk about certain things. You know, we don't go too far, but we talk about certain things. They're moving. They are moving in. This was the plan all along. That's why the white, the white people that's in charge of things behind closed doors made the black woman the new standard of beauty. Oh yeah. See, I don't see you gotta learn how to put things together. And don't be so quick to celebrate everything. Everything in a motherfucking victory. Yeah, that's why you're the new standard of beauty now. That's why you see all these girls getting curves now. Because the white man, he's finna come down heavy and come take them black women. And oh, they're gonna run over there. Oh, they're gonna run. They already are. People are seeing this shit, bro. The whole world watching us. We was popping. Yeah, they didn't gave you a platform right at the worst time they could have ever gave us the biggest platform that we've ever had. When we are at our most dysfunctional place than we've ever been. Now we're all over the movies, TVs, and uh, online streaming services. Mm-hmm. And the same reasons why they sprinkle a bunch of good white people everywhere, the same reason why they sprinkle a bunch of good uh, little movies and TV shows everywhere. So you can't peep what's going on. Because if they didn't do that, you would see it for what it is. If all we had was the love of hip-hops and the everything on Zeus TV... You would see it for what it is. So they give you a little something, something here and there. So they gave you Black Panther, so you shut the hell up. They gave you a Black President, so you shut the hell up. They gave you Juneteenth, so you shut the hell up. So you don't see the real master design here. This is spiritual warfare. They know exactly who you are to the Most High. This is serious spiritual warfare way deeper than I, I, I couldn't and I wouldn't explain it to you not here not on no airwave not on no not on record not on not banging on wax hold on y'all this is real spiritual warfare This is serious. It's over. Don't don't let don't let don't let certain things fool you. It seems like you would say, well, 
Tommy, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see that. Some of y'all are like, I, I don't see that. You do. That's why you're here. You wouldn't even be on a podcast that talks about the stuff I talk about if you didn't somewhat see it and wanted to maybe learn what what you're looking at. Maybe figure out what you could do to help or, you know, whatever. That's why you're here. You would not be here if you didn't if you really truly believe that in your heart. You'd be watching uh, something on TV or reading a book or something. This shit is this shit is going up. Those little spaces on the internet and even in real life that were once kind of, you know, ducked off little things that we could ignore and we could be like, those are just those niggas or those are just those women. It's it, everybody's involved now. Everybody's slowly but surely starting to go pick a side. Which side are you on? And I need you to understand that. It, it, you know, it's this is biblical. And the Bible even said he come to split people up, not bring them together. I also need you to, I'm going to say this, and I know, and I know this is probably going to throw a lot of black women off, especially black women off, but this is, this is, this is not really just as much about male versus female, more than the right side versus the wrong side. And, and there's there's males and females on both of those sides. But one of those sides has a little bit more of one than the other. That's all I'm going to say. You figure it out. In other words, the right side has a majority of one with sprinkles every, every, every you know, couple of people. And the other side is majority of another. So it, it seems like it's black women, black men. But ultimately, when you really think about it, it's really right versus wrong. And we, we, we see splits all over the world. I mean, you... you it, you see white people appearing to be split, conservatives and liberals, and yeah, but ultimately the black unit is fucked. I don't really care what white people got going on. That's their problem. That's not my business. A bunch of white people fighting in the middle street about conservatism and liberal that ain't got nothing to do with me. I pay attention just to make sure, you know, it ain't too much, you know, funny shit, but you are my priority. And it's done. So what do we do from here? What can we do while it's dying? I don't know, to be honest with you. But if I could, if I if I could say, I guess what I think is just you know prepare, you know, um, in whatever ways you can as an individual. Because now it's now it's really time to get individualized. Because as a unit, it's done, and and you know, it's like trying to ride a dead horse at that point. You could just stay on the dead ass horse or the dying horse, or you can, you know, put them somewhere nice. Don't disrespect them. Don't, you know, put them down. Let them, let them die on his own, and just go find another horse or just walk by yourself. And be very wary about who you come across on your path as you walk to your destination. Because it's about, it's about to be murder. Oh, it's about, it's about to be murder. Murder, 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 murder. It's about to be bloodshed. People, people are that fucked up about this shit. Because see, what the problem with black people is we take on too much trauma that's not even ours. We one of the only races that will sit up there and take on all kind of trauma. You got black women who've never been molested, raped, beat up, cheated on, nothing. 
that hate black men even more than the women who have been through those things because they sit on the internet they sit over there they talk to this person they take on everybody's trauma same thing with black men you got black men who never been cheated on nothing like that they take on everybody's trauma taking on we take on a black folk we take on the trauma of our daddies and our mamas and our grandfathers and slaves and people from the 50s and 40s we've never met we take on the trauma the stories we read on the internet we take on the traumas of our friends we take on too much fucking trauma y'all don't hear me though y'all don't not hear me though that shit is heavy nigga it's heavy this is this is this is serious this is serious And this shit, these insecurities, these, these this, this bitterness, this spite, this scorn, this hate, this disgust, this lack of respect, this lack of integrity, this lack of accountability, this shit runs deeper than your your conscious psyche. I promise you, it does. This shit is so instilled in you, you, you don't even know the roots of it. You, you, you couldn't eliminate it if you wanted to. It's that deep. We're talking years. They got this one song on this on this YouTube channel. I mean, this Instagram channel I follow called um, "Fools Gone Wild." He got a song goes like, "I'm talking years of abuse." Da 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 da. I'm talking years of abuse. And he he really talking about people smoking meth, but yeah, we're talking years of abuse. It's it's in you. It's deep. It's deeply rooted it's inside of you man lady you know I've seen a lot of black women lately tell black men go get counseling and all this other shit and I had a girl tell me that over this weekend when we got into a debate whatever right you uh whatever and I told her you know some things too and um she told me go get counseling um some shit like that and I say the problems that I have with black women a counselor could never fix. There, first of all, I'm not going to any non-black counselor. So now we're we're cut that the pool is now shrunk. I don't want to go to a black man because he's either going to side with the woman or he's going to side with me a little too much. I don't definitely don't go to a black woman because we already know what she's going to do. Not to mention. It's not, there's no one person who like hurt me or something like that. This isn't uh, resentment from my exes. I mean, I don't like my most recent ex because she did some fuck shit. She fucking stole from me and tried to ruin my reputation. And lied on me. She, she, you know, she tried to do a lot of stuff I won't even talk about. But... So what? I go talk to a counselor, and I don't have mommy issues. Me and my mom are great, and we've always been that way. You know, when I was a teenager, I was rebellious like any other teenager. But I don't have mommy issues. I might have daddy issues, but what the fuck they gotta do with what we talking about? <laughs> I go to him, and I'm still gonna feel the way I feel about everything. You know what I'm saying? What, 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 what we talk about here on raw sex? You feel me? What can a counselor do when I'm talking about a whole group of people? beyond romantic relationship just even on a platonic level like I said I tell you I have bare minimums because if I can win if I can win with a bare minimum that just shows you 
that there's fuck there's a lot of fuckery going on. If I don't have to bring up the big shit, I could just show you what's going on with the little shit. That should that should tell you enough. So what the fuck a counselor gonna do? And it's I'm just I'm not I'm speaking about me, but I'm speaking for a lot of people, black men, black women too. What the fuck a counselor gonna do? Like I said, we take on a lot of trauma that's not even technically ours as individuals. How the fuck a counselor gonna heal me of trauma that's not even mine? How the fuck you gonna heal somebody who don't wanna let go of shit because they become comfortable in it? It gives them excuses to do all kinds of fuckery. They're not gonna give that up. They're not gonna give up this new power that they feel or these new self-defense mechanisms or these new coping mechanisms. They're not gonna give that up. A counselor, a counselor cannot help you. If you want to go get counseling and therapy, you need to go get counseling and therapy for your own personal shit. Like, I will go get counseling and therapy for uh, my dad or what I went through going to white schools and stuff like that. I, I, I'm not going to go get counseling and therapy for what I don't like about black women. What the fuck can a counselor or a therapist, what counselor or therapist could really sit and talk to me about that? Let's be real. Black man either going to be <laughs> too biased and a black woman, she's going to be biased. I'm not going to talk to a counselor because I've watched black women change drastically. That's stupid. Now, if I was, if all this animosity for me came from like an ex, counseling could help me. If I had mommy issues, counseling can help me. I guarantee you right now I go to a counselor and I really sit there and actually participate. I will come out of that motherfucker two years later saying the same shit I'm telling you right now. I might have a different way of saying it, but it'll be the same message. Because first of all, as I'm going to counseling, every day I'm dealing with the same shit. See, you can go to counseling over something in your past because at least it's done. It's done. You know, you just figure out why it's still affecting you or how it affected you in the first place. You can't go to counseling over some shit that you first of all don't have any control over. You mean you can't avoid black women and black women, you can't avoid black men. So you can't go to counseling for this type of shit. I'm so sick and tired of us thinking that we know something all of a sudden. <laughs> Everybody got the same comebacks. What websites are y'all? What group chats are y'all in? You know? Oh, I forgot. Y'all are on Clubhouse White Man Appreciation Day. What type of pathetic shit is that? Anyways. What, what, what are we talking about here? Hmm? We're talking about one of the most corrupt, tasteless, violent groups, over-sexualized group of people in America. Selfish group of people in America. Entitled, arrogant motherfuckers. This is what we deal with every day. So I go to the counselor today and I talk to him. And I leave the counselor and go deal with a black woman at Walmart who's supposed to be in customer service, give me fucking attitude. And guess what was sad about it is, if I went to Kroger's and there's a white woman, I would just say when I walk away, man, fuck that bitch. Because so much has happened between me and the black woman. When I say me, I speak for a lot of black men, by the way, but I'm just saying me. When I walk away from the black woman at Walmart, I say fuck black women. Because here's another one. Here's another pile up. 
She reminded me of the last two black bitches I dealt with at Walmart. Every time I come to Walmart, it's a black bitch at the customer service. I don't even want to get my customer service anymore. I just leave. How are the counselors going to help me with that? How's a counselor going to help me with that? And for ISA, have you ever been to counseling before? Yes. Yeah, I had a counselor in elementary school, nigga. My parents had all kind of shit going on. Well, my dad had all kind of shit going on. I had a counselor in middle school and in high school. I've done plenty of counseling and therapy. Not to mention, I'm a cancer. That's my horoscope sign, as they call it. I'm a natural counselor, nigga. I can't cancel my damn self. Y'all know, y'all, any if you know me, you, you know how accountable I am with myself. Some of y'all who might just be new to this show, you've already probably heard it in this episode. So, what a counselor gonna tell me I don't tell myself, really? And I say, I keep saying me, but I'm speaking for all black people in this issue. Because this is shit that we deal with every day. Black women deal with their their issues with black men every day. Black men deal with black women every fucking day. You're going to be in counseling for the rest of your life. Talking about some goddamn black women. <laughs> man, these black bitches, man, I just don't know what to do. They just change, man, and they want to take these goddamn eyelashes off. And they want to tell us that they're going to do what they want. And they... Yeah, man, you're going to be in the council office all fucking day. Every day. You might as well just live there. Get what? As soon as you walk out that motherfucker, nigga, you go down the street, nigga, you back, you back on the bullshit, nigga, you back dealing with the bullshit, nigga, and you know it. So stop throwing that goddamn counseling shit around when you're talking about a black man who don't like black women. Or a black woman who don't like black men. Because a lot of us, it's not a daddy issue, it's not a mommy issue, that's a stupid ass dismissive shit to say. Oh, and by the way, for all you black women who say black men who don't date black women have mommy issues or hate their mom or some shit like that, Obama should be with a white woman then. Michelle Obama should be a white woman. Hey, mama white. His mama's white. Just saying. And that's who raised him. I'm just saying. Based on your logic, Obama should have a white wife. Michelle Obama should be a white lady. Y'all would hate that. Y'all would hate that. So, it is what it is, man. I don't want to beat y'all head up. I'm not as, I'm not famous enough to really do two-hour episodes. But um, I would. Uh, I guess I'll just do a part two, maybe tomorrow. Talk to you guys about it more. I I I I do kind of want to disclose some of the main talking points from some of the conversations I had this weekend but they're very painful I'm not even like and if you know me you to hear me say that should tell you everything you need to know if you know me in real life or even just from the internet that should tell you everything you need to know if you just know me from this podcast that should tell you everything you need to know hell if you just listen to this first episode still I've said enough for that should tell you everything you need to know and, and I know somebody else saying, well, you can't talk to a few people and just, no, I had great com- productive conversations. Some of them went left, but I had great productive conversations. It wasn't about that. Because this is what I do. You know, this is literally what I do. And that's what I was explaining to some of them, too. This is what I do. It was, it was, it was more so 
seeing the extremes. Like, okay, this is must, these types, or this one, or whatever, or this, if this happens or that happens, then, you know, everything should be okay. These people, or this group, or whatever, everything should, maybe, we should still have some hope. Oh, no, 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 no. Trust me. It's, when I say that shit is dead, bro, it's just dying. That's it. It's, it's like, uh... I wasn't going to give y'all the reference from the show Weeds, but y'all probably never seen Weeds. But if you have, there was this lady, she was in the deathbed dying. Everybody knew she was going to die, but just a matter of time. You might as well just say she did. At one point, it was like, let's pull the plug to get her out of her misery. And I think that's a sad thing in my life. Everything can't be rejuvenated, but everything, you're not going to just, you know, just think that you're going to smile and giggle your way out of no like no that's not how life works that is not how life works you know what I'm saying sometimes when shit is dead bro it's just dead bro like it's, it is what it is but, it, but we can't just say that about our people cause that's another level you know and um, it's so crazy man the bible talks about 144,000 right in the last days of Israelites. And you know, we, we are Israelites. And um, so are Mexicans and Puerto Ricans and Dominicans as well. Um, and some other people too. And a lot of Native Americans are also Israelites. But black people, yes, we're Israelites, right? A lot of you guys are actually from the tribe of Judah. And it, it, growing up my whole life, you know, I've, I've been into the Revelations book since like I started reading Revelations like fifth grade, right? To the point where I've had so many different breakdowns of it, you know, and now I have more of a clear one. And um, I think it's starting to be more apparent to me why uh, that number is so low. When you think about it, compared to this earth, 144,000 people is not a lot of people. Like 144,000 black people, mind you, mixed in with some Mexicans and some Native Americans and some Puerto Ricans and Dominicans and some Cubans. Yeah. That is not a lot of people, bro. That's not a lot of people at all. You know, and what it is, that's a 12,000 from each tribe, 12 tribes. And several of those tribes aren't what we would consider black people. So it's less than 144,000 black people in that mix. So, and I've seen this in a dream. I've had a dream about this and I didn't recognize it in the dream. What what that tells me is that you're going our race is about to dramatically shrink before that day can come, before the prophecy is fulfilled. For it to get down to a to get down to a couple thousand people, maybe about what that is, twenty four, maybe uh forty eight, maybe maybe forty eight thousand people. Forty eight thousand black people. 48,000 black people. Hold on. What's the... what? Hold on. Let me see something really quick. I'm not really good at this. these numbers things. But let me see something. Attend. Howard University holds up to 10,000 people. Uh... 
end of the year 2015, it says 10,000 people. The University of Maryland had 40,000 people. That's a college, nigga. What I say, 48,000? New York University had 51,000. That means New York, New York University in the year 2018 had more people than there's going to be black people in 144,000. Now, I'm not saying that that's the only black people going to be on earth. Because a lot of people are not going to be able to get into the 144,000. But that 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 says even worse if you ask me. Because if if it was all black people, that means we all at least those black people would be would be lit. They'd be the right. They'd be right, they'd be real right and real righteous. You got to think about all the black people who not gonna make it into the hundred forty four thousand. Why? Because they can't even get along with the sisters and the brothers. That's number one. Then all the other shit that they got going on. I mean, I need you guys to see what's going on here. And we can salvage as much as we can. You know, just like when your grandma's on her dying bed, you get to you get to hug her a little bit more and you can whatever before she's just gone. And you have to put her in the ground. You'll never see her again. Not on this planet. So, it is what it is, man. We'll talk some more about this. Um, it's done. And and like I said, you know, I really tried to keep this episode light. I just keep saying it's done. It's pretty much what it had a little something in between. Because I didn't want to go too much in far into detail. I really didn't. Because then, I, for one, I have to stay objective. And... You know, I do believe there's a right and wrong side, but you know, we're not gonna talk about that. But and that's overall right, overall wrong. I mean, I don't mean everything. Yeah, one side says it's right, and I don't mean everything. You, the other side says it's wrong. It's just overall, bro. You gotta look at what's going on in the world right now, and who's really out here doing the most fuck shit, dysfunctional ass fuck shit that you don't see any other group of people doing really. But anyways, um, I didn't even want to go into the real details like that. You know, and I've been trying to gather a panel together and excuse me, I've come across a lot of people I feel like it would be good, but I just don't trust them um, to do what's necessary. You know, a lot of people, they could talk, they could talk great when it's you and them talking. And if they're not used to being on microphones and cameras and stuff like that, then all those points that they had, they're not going to come come to life. So it's your boy Tommy via Raw Sex, and um, I'm out.